morning. We are back. Finally. <sighs> I'm still tired. <laughs> a whole week of a break, pretty much. Still tired. Still tired. Oh, it is New Year's Eve, and we are here with you, ready to end 2018 the strong. Last day of 2018. Woo. I mean, we've only been doing this this morning show since August. You realize that? Just the last third of the year. Yeah. Feels like we've been going for a long time. Mm-hmm. Of course, we had the podcast before this, but this is such a different animal. <laughs> it is. <laughs> feels like we've been doing it forever already. It, and that maybe that's why it feels like we've been doing it for long, because we doubled like our recording time. Well, oh, we kind of like, tripled our recording tripled time. Tripled or more, yeah. In <laughs> just a short amount of time. Coming up on today's show... 14 ways to kick off your new year, the top movies of 2018, and Oreos announcing a new permanent flavor. Oh, no. Woohoo! I'm afraid. But first, it is December 31st, as we've already covered. And uh, we got just a couple holidays to celebrate, don't we, Mo? Just a couple. Yep. One everybody already knows about. You've already said it, I think. It's New Year's Eve. Woohoo! Last day of the year. Last day. Entering into that first year. Woo. The first year. The next year. Next year. It is so... I'm so tired. 2019. We are almost to 2020. Which I don't know why. It just feels really... It really feels significant to me, 2020. Because I think when I was a kid, that was like the furthest I comprehended ever getting. It was 2020? was 2020. So you were only ever going to live to 35. No, I didn't, I didn't say that I would only live that way. I just, the only, when I thought about into the future, that was as far as I would ever really think. You know, one day it's going to be 2020. Yeah. You know, that's what I, you know, and and I think the first time I thought about it, I actually saw that as an address on somebody's house. It was, oh. wow, that's going to be, a, uh, I'm going to be alive in 2020. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yep. And here we are. I think... We actually were watching Back to the Future the other day, and Chris was like, you realize that their future is now our past? And I was like, that makes me feel incredibly old. Oh, gosh, like, yeah. yeah. Just watching that, and they're traveling <laughs> to what is their future, now our past. 2015. It's already yeah. It's already four years past. Yeah, that was that. That's like way past. <laughs> Three years past. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. And today is also make up your mind day. Yeah. So all those resolutions, all those changes that you want to make, you got to make up your mind to stick with it and do something about it, <laughs> and not go back and forth. Either you're going to do it or you're not. Make yep. up your mind. That is exactly what it, what the holidays for. It's as as New Year's resolutions go. This may be the day to decide which ones to declare. Uh, but beyond that, it's also the day that you're supposed to quit wavering. If you've been on the fence about something, it's time to pick a side and follow through with your decision and stick to it. So, hmm. all right. Well then. So we we have not been here since Christmas Eve, Mm -hmm. which means we've got a lot of updates to do, I'm sure, for both sides. So how did your Christmas go? What you been doing since then? Christmas went good. I feel like I have no update. None? Really? Because, like, we haven't really done a whole lot. We stayed home this Christmas. Typically, we do a Christmas trip. This Mm -hmm. year, we decided, nope, we're staying home. 
mainly because Chris just started his new job and we didn't know like what days off we're going to look like oh, for right. that. Because you got to plan way ahead anyway. Yeah. 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 He doesn't have military leave anymore that he can just take. And so anyway, we didn't know what that was going to look like, didn't know how far we could travel. And we, because we haven't had like a big Christmas with big gifts in a long time, we just kind of wanted to do that this year. Yeah. And so what were the big gifts? Uh, well, Cannon got a hoverboard. Oh, yeah, I saw a couple videos of that. Which is super fun. <laughs> like, the first which, time... Which, speaking of Back to the Future, yeah. Yeah, right? The first time that I got on it, I really thought I was going to die. But it's actually a lot easier <laughs> than it looks. Yeah, uh-huh. it looks it looks terrifying. It's actually not that bad. <laughs> I can go in circles, and I can go backwards, and he's even taught me how to, like... You gotta, like, shimmy on it to get it to go through small spaces, you know, because mm. you can't go forward you got to go to the side but you have to shimmy it because it obviously doesn't just move to the side right so he's taught me how to shimmy on it and weird yeah he can do all kinds of stuff he can ride on one leg he can like kneel down crouch down he carries the laundry as he because that's his chore for the week (laughs) so he's carrying baskets of laundry through one rolling around yeah Um, i hate that they're called hoverboards yeah why because they're not hoverboards they don't hover they're, they're, roller they're rollerboards. <laughs> they're, they're just they're just one axle is all. It's true. It's true. He did tell us the other day that the next thing that he wants is oh I forgot the name of it, um, but it's the new hoverboard. But it's just one wheel and then the wheel is in the center and then there's like two platforms that you stand oh, on. Okay. Do you remember the ab roller back in the day? Like, yeah. <laughs> that's what it looks like. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure every kid <laughs> held on to something and put their feet on both of those handles. Yeah. At one point. Just yeah. to see. Yeah. And kill themselves. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. yeah. I feel like there's already been something similar to that. Oh, right. The unicycle. <laughs> That is exactly what no, it looks I, like for the most part. I feel like that would take a lot more skill because in, because you're not just having to balance front and back. Now you're having to balance in 360 degrees pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah. That seems even more terrifying. That one I really feel like I could die on. Yeah. The hoverboard, not so much. That one makes the hoverboard look like a piece of cake. And see, they, they kind of did something similar with the, um, oh, what's it called? That... The big thing with the handles that you rode on with the two wheels that mall security cops now use. Oh, the Segway. Segway, goodness, yes. They kind of did that with the Segway where they removed the handles. Yeah. And you just controlled it with your knees. Mm -hmm. I'm like, just looking at that, I'm like, it's probably the same concept, but it just looks more terrifying. Yeah. When you make things like that even smaller. Yep. Yeah. No, thank you. No, it's a lot of fun. <coughs> and then Topher got a computer, his first like actual laptop Ooh. gaming computer. <laughs> he was so excited for it, and we got him set up on it, opened it up, got it going, and he like sits down with it for maybe an hour, and he's like, I don't know what to do. Right. <laughs> he's just... Uh, Overwhelmed. Yeah. The whole yep. world is at my fingertips. Yep. Mind blown. Doesn't, <laughs> doesn't quite know what to do. He put Fortnite on it, which yeah. Chris and I were like, great. <laughs> we 
one more thing in the house that has Fortnite. <laughs> this is exciting. Oh, man. <laughs> so I downloaded Fortnite on uh, my Switch mm-hmm. to try it out. Mm-hmm. Nope. Some things I'm just not good at. That's one of them. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure if I sat there and tried to play it, but I feel like when I come this late to a craze and every single person playing it now is an expert, yeah, and I'm coming in as a noob, yeah, it's like mm, I don't, I, I don't feel like dying within the first thirty seconds of every round I play. I'm good. You just have to run, <laughs> like just live in fear. That's run and hide. That's what I do, <laughs> and I at least make it to where because there's like. Mm. I don't know, a hundred people that Yeah, it's a hundred, yeah, I believe. Okay. And I I've made it to the thirties. So like where I'm That's like as the far 30, as you've gotten the thirty something wow. person killed. Hey, listen. For only well, no, I'm just it, saying, like three times. No, but I'm just saying that just gives me no hope, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> if you who is in a family of people who play this game still have only made it to just the thirties. I am in a <laughs> I have two people who play that game. Chris despises Fortnite with a passion. Oh, does he, he hates, doesn't play it? Oh. No. He hates Fortnite. Hates it. But the boys love it. And the boys are stingy because I ask them what to do. Mom, you just got to figure it out. <laughs> no, I don't just have to figure it out. You can tell me what to do and where to go and where to run and where all the things are hidden. Because that's another... You have to right. find tools and right. guns and whatever stupid game see i feel like i feel like your advice though was just to play the game as if you were an animal being hunted exactly <laughs> just, just just run just run don't try and win just try to survive yep just run <laughs> press a couple buttons you might end up building something you can build a shelter <laughs> i've learned that building a shelter only draws more attention to yourself though mm. so Maybe not build a shelter. <laughs> just run. It's the best thing you can do. Uh, yeah. This is just <laughs> one of those instances where I'm like, well, I am an adult yep. now. Yep. Older, getting older person. Yeah. I still like Mario games, though. Those are my favorite games. You actually, you know what game I got for Christmas? What did you I get? I got Lego Super Villains, DC Super Villains. See, and I don't like the Lego games. <laughs> this one seems really good just because it's... I'm only, you know, I'm barely into it. I'm in a in a couple levels, but the world is massive. Yeah, just so massive. Um, so I mean, there's going to be a lot of, a lot more than just the simple. Like I remember the first one I played was the Lego Star Wars, and mm-hmm. it was very simple, very small, small stages. Yeah, just build the puzzle, go on. Yeah, but this is like just a massive, immersive world. So I'm excited for it. Yeah. And I like the DC themes. Yeah. Heroes and villains. See, I like Legos. Yeah. And I thought for sure this is like an easier version of Legos. I don't have to step on the pieces. <laughs> kill myself in the middle of the night. But I don't know. I just didn't. Never got into really, them? Mm-mm. Nope. They've nope. definitely gotten better with age. Yeah. Yeah. As a series. Well, that's oh. nice to know. Well, and then since I talked about the boys, I can't leave Mila out. But she's still in that age where, like, toys are a big thing still. I mean, mm-hmm. she'll be eight in April. And, you know, toys are a big thing. And that means that millions of pieces are a big thing. And that also means that mom and dad have to put these millions of pieced 
toys together in order for her to play with them. Yeah. So, yeah, she got a large dollhouse that... Oh, right. I saw Chris putting that together. ...required quite a bit of... On Instagram there, yeah. Yeah, and I... See, I tried to be really nice and helpful and, like, sat down (laughs) with him and handed him the pieces and read through the instruction was like, no, I think that this is, and he is the meanest person when he's trying to do things like that. So I finally just sat it down and went back and sat on the chair and took pictures of him doing this by himself because I, I feel like I'd be the mean. same way. Yeah. I'm not, and he, I'm not at that step yet. Oh my gosh. It's your very next one. I'm just trying to help. Jeez. I feel you, Chris. <laughs> Eli got these uh, these like robot building kit things, which come with all these different pieces. It's kind of like you know along the same lines as Legos, but mm-hmm. it's got you know different shaped brick things that got to be smushed together, and and then all these gears, and that's what powers it. And there's one battery packed thing with one gear on it that everything else connects to. Okay. But you got to have it all perfectly put on there. Long confusing instructions and Eli and I sat there while we quote unquote put it together, mm-hmm. which involved him mostly running off to watch Daniel Tiger and then mm-hmm. coming back and saying, "Wow, we're almost there." <laughs> like, "Yeah, we sure are almost done here." But uh <laughs> put that whole thing together. And it worked great. It took me like an hour. And then within two hours, he had already taken it apart again. And well, I'm like, well, this wasn't made to come back apart. You've broken a couple pieces. So, well, I guess that was fun. Yeah. That was a fun hour we had. Right. Now he can just build whatever he wants with it, I guess. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just it's frustrating. <laughs> I feel like that's the worst thing about Christmas is something breaking. Mm-hmm. Within the first day or the first week or whatever. And it's inevitable. It's going to happen. Something's going to break. Or you're going to get a Lego set and you're going to lose the piece that you need and you're not going to be able to find it. Mm -hmm. It honestly probably got thrown away in the millions of boxes and wrapping paper. Right. That, like, it just ruins it for me. Well, even not just toys. Um, Deidre needed a new pair of boots, like up to the knee type Uh boots. Uh, And... The ones that she initially told me to get because she couldn't remember how much they were were like $300 and we had given each other a limit of $100 for Christmas. Uh-huh. So I'm like, well, babe, you're not getting these. Yeah. So I went to a different uh, store in, in Lubbock, I believe, and found you know a really nice looking pair of boots uh, for you know under 100 bucks. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I got them. I took a gamble on it, got them, thought maybe, you know. They might not last as long as her last pair did. The last yeah. pair lasted a couple of years. Maybe this only lasts half a year, and then we can try and get another pair later. She uh, got to wear them once, and then the entire zipper on one of them just <gasps> completely disintegrated. What? To where she can't wear them anymore. And uh, so, that's fun. Wow. We might try and take it back to Lubbock to get a refund, but you know how those things go when they're out of town. You'll never remember it. And yeah. It'll never happen. Oh, so, that stinks. That was disappointing. Yeah. One time. Uh, but Christmas overall was good. Uh, again, like you, ours was 
different than it normally was. You know, normally we have both uh, my parents and her family here, and we kind of trade back and forth between Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. And mm-hmm. this time, both families were gone. My parents were in Dallas because my dad was in the hospital, and uh, Dater's parents were in Idaho with uh, their family and mm-hmm. her younger brother. So it was just a, a day where we got to wake up and just do Christmas at our house and just kind of stay there all day in our in our PJs and it was very nice. Really nice, <laughs> very, huh? Very nice. Yeah. Deidre made a roast for dinner and it was spectacular. Mm-hmm. Um, roast sounds yummy. Uh, yeah, it was really good. Um, and then what else? Oh, over the over the break there, I worked on our website, which. Uh, is now at thebackrow.org, and this is kind of a hub for everything that we do. So it's got Back Row Radio in there, which Mm -hmm. is still at backrowradio.com as well. Uh, We've got BRB Church, which is our Facebook group. Nice. Uh, But it's got a nice splash page introducing the group before Mm -hmm. you open it up in Facebook so Mm -hmm. you know what it's all about. Uh, at does, BR- it, does it have the rules there? Yes, it has the oh. rules too. BRBChurch.com. Smart, smart. Come and join. Uh, and then it's got, you know, our games, BR games, our books, our, uh, our once defunct blog, which I'm bringing back, but not as a scheduled thing, just a, whenever we have the desire to write a blog, we'll write yeah. a blog. Uh, but just pretty much everything that we've been involved, our videos, all that, everything that we've been involved in for, uh, the last few years, all finally in one place. So, check that out. Backroad.org. Has it been four years, Matt? Uh, Are we coming up on the fourth year? For, like, recording? Yeah. Yeah, this would be, this will be the fourth year that we're entering into. Um, but then it was... Because we started the podcast in February of 2015. 15, 16, 17, 18? No, 2016. 2016, oh, okay. 2017, 2018 was the third season of the podcast. And then in August, we transitioned to this. And so, yeah. So this coming year will be the beginning of the fourth year. Wow. Yeah. So we've been doing this for a while. But Back Row Baptist has been going on since 2013. Yeah. So even longer. Six coming up on the sixth year. Yeah crazy a lot of fun stuff it's grown a lot yeah it's that tiny and, little and changed and yeah taken on different faces and... uh-huh added things taken away things um so the final thing i got is my dad's update mm-hmm. um if you, if you guys have been listening pretty much since the beginning since august uh every now and then i give an update on my dad who had uh who has cirrhosis of the liver and uh story's gone up and down uh, you know, he's, he's 70, I think he just turned 73 a couple days ago. Uh, he's had good days. He's had bad days. He's been told he has a couple of months to live and he's well past that now. Um, but his health has just been declining and declining. He retained a lot of fluid or no, well, he fell. What was the last thing I you remember? You remember the fall that I talked he about fell. that last time? So mm-hmm. he fell. And, and, he, and as uh, they were picking him back up, right, they, he passed, he passed out. out yeah. And... As I, as, yeah, he was going home, and they tried to pick him up to get him out to the car, and he passed out because he was low on potassium. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, after that, he just kind of 
kept getting worse, and then they found fluid in his lungs. Uh, and so they, they flew him to Dallas to try and work a little more heavily on him with some better imaging equipment. Because mm-hmm. basically, the reason why our small town gets a uh, a bad rep, or at least one of the main reasons why we get a bad rep, is because all of our equipment is a generation old. Because mm-hmm. they get their equipment in our, at our smaller hospital from the bigger hospitals when the bigger hospitals get the new stuff. Right. So we're a generation behind. So our x-rays aren't as clean and crisp. Our scans aren't as good uh, as like Lubbock, Texas or Dallas or somewhere like that. So they're in Dallas. They're examining him. Uh, they're working him up. They're trying to get all the fluid off him, trying to clear his lungs. Uh, as they're pushing the diuretics, though, to get all that stuff out, his heart rate keeps dropping. And so they're trying to keep his heart rate up at the same time. But they're making progress. It's slow. They're making progress. Well, as they're going in <clears throat> to uh, make more plans on on how to just get him back into shape to to be healthy enough to get a transplant, a liver transplant, they discover a bleed in his pelvis. Uh, so apparently when he fell, he cracked his pelvis and has been bleeding internally ever since. And it had been nearly two weeks at that point since the fall had happened. Mm. So we were told then there's a 90% chance this is what's going to kill him. And it might happen any day. Mm. So they uh, put a compression thing. Some They wrapped him up really tight around his pelvis to try and stop the bleed. Or at least slow it down while they pumped him full of new blood. So they could get him to the point where his blood count was high enough. He could have surgery mm-hmm. uh, to, to stop the bleed totally. Well, apparently the compression was enough. It caused a clot. Okay. And so it stopped bleeding. So they're like, oh, well, never mind. He doesn't have to have the surgery. He doesn't look like he's going to bleed out. We'll keep him still long enough to uh, let that heal on its own. To where we don't really have to worry about it as much. Um, so we're like, great, that's really good. And then, uh, he start got, he started getting better. They brought him back out of the ICU and then he just started to decline again, but he wasn't losing blood. It's, it was just, things start, are starting to slowly shut down. Mm-hmm. A few doctors are, are, uh. Don't understand how he's still alive because his liver and his kidneys are basically not functioning. Uh, so eventually my mother this past week was just told, pulled out into the hall and told, there's really nothing more we can do. Wow. Um, they said because of the, the break in the pelvis, uh, he can't do the physical therapy that he needs to do to get into a healthy state to get a transplant mm. because he's already well beyond the age that they usually put him on there mm. well beyond the, the health level that they usually put them on there. And uh, they said he would really need to do a lot of physical therapy that he just can't undergo at this moment because we're afraid that that bleed's going to mm-hmm. open up again. Um, they said, but we'll keep him here and we'll keep trying and we'll wait for that to heal and get strong but at that point, his muscles are going to have started to atrophy, and that means it's going to be even harder and longer. You're looking at months and months of work here, and he's just not going to live that long. Hmm. 
So they said there's really no option. He's not going to be back on the transplant list. Wow. So uh, we basically were told that we had to convince our dad to uh, come back here. Mm. And uh, so my mother was alone in Dallas with him and needed needed somebody with her. Yeah. So uh, the day after Christmas, I uh, I flew up or I drove up there um, <clears throat> in the torrential rain. It was just pouring rain in Dallas. Uh, but I got there and uh, it's, you could tell it's taken a lot out of him. He looked a lot worse than when he left. Yeah. Um, but he was still, you know, he's still there and, you know, he's still aware of things going on, but pretty much what, what happened is, is the doctors told him, we're going to, we're going to send you back to Clovis. They're going to continue to get the, the fluid off of you. And, uh, if you want to go to a rehab for some light rehab stuff, we'll, we'll do that. And then we'll decide what we got to do from there. Mm. And that's pretty much where they left it. So that's, uh, that's what happened. He flew back, uh, yes, or late Thursday and, uh, I drove back yesterday or Friday. Uh, it's Saturday when we're recording this, so I'm mm-hmm. trying to get, yeah. So I drove back yesterday, Friday and, uh, and my mother had to wait on my nephew to come get her in her car and drive her home. Uh, cause I don't fit in her car, <laughs> so I couldn't leave my rental there and, and, uh, drive her home. But, uh. I saw him last night, which was Friday, and I think I think being back in Clovis has had him realize that this is probably it. Yeah. Because he wasn't like that up in, in Dallas. You know, he's all, no, we'll stay. We'll do what we got to do. Yeah. Uh, but the motivation just isn't there, and it's mostly because he's tired. Yeah. He's just, he's he's so physically exhausted. So, uh, he wasn't great when I saw him, uh, the other night. He, uh, very defeated feeling, mm-hmm. you know, which he hadn't really been in front of me anyway. Yeah. You know, he had his bouts, I know, cause my mom told me over the past few months of depression and whatnot, but now he's not, he's not even hiding it in front of me. So that's what they said would happen when he kind of realized it was coming to a close as yeah. he would he would start to see it and start to act like it mm-hmm. so i don't know what we have left uh doesn't look like long yeah uh they did tell us that he's not going to be able to go back home uh, at any point mm. because he'll never be at a a, a uh, physical level where my mother's going to be able to take care of him yeah. get him up out of the chair help him go to the bathroom or anything like that yeah so he'll stay in the hospital and then he'll have to be moved to a rehab or a hospice or something where, which we don't really have here. Yeah. Uh, I think there's a rehab in Farwell, Texas. There's a hospice in Lubbock where you stay there the whole time. Yeah. So that's where we're at. It's depressing, mm-hmm. but uh, at least they're home. Yeah. Which is a little better. Uh, my mom was looking at getting apartments and camping out there for months and trying to pay her bills here and 
she's got a lease on an apartment here that she can't get out of. And mm. so it would have been definitely a rough go if they had to try and stay there for that whole time. Yeah. But yeah, home's better. Family can be around and mm-hmm. uh, cause I can't, I'm done. I'm done with the long trips. I have no more money for long trips. So yeah, uh, hopefully, hopefully there won't be any more Dallas runs. That's where we're at. Thank you, everybody who has been following the story, been praying for my dad and and uh, for me and my family. And uh, we'll just we'll ride it out and do what we got to do, and uh, we'll keep you updated on that. Whew. Hmm. Let's uh, let's jump out of the funk. Okay. Send on a higher note, a funnier note. Okay. Sue onion, not onion, huh? It feels weird though. I know. Like- <laughs> <laughs> but it's supposed to be a happy time because it's New Year's Eve. Okay. So let's switch gears. Onion, not onion. I got two headlines here. One of them is real. One of them is fake. Mo's going to guess which one. You can play along at home. Are you ready for this? Nope. <laughs> let's go for it. All right. Here's the first headline. Mass Transit Authority reminds complaining New Yorkers that they can get out and walk. Or... Boy calls 911 after receiving clothes for Christmas. <laughs> which, I hope which it one is, is the, the boy real? calling 911. I do. <laughs> Provincial police say a seven-year-old boy called 911 yes. <laughs> to report his dissatisfaction with receiving snow pants as a Christmas gift. Sergeant Carrie Schmidt said the boy made the call at about 8 a.m. on Tuesday to complain about the gift. Uh... He says that officers uh, ensured that there wasn't an actual emergency at the boy's home. Uh, He believes the boy was spoken to about calling 911 for non-emergencies and that non-urgent incidents or fake emergency calls take up time and resources from first responders and should be used for real emergencies only. But just the fact. (laughs) What is this? Snow pants? That's it. (laughs) I'm calling the cops. I'm calling the cops. (laughs) (laughs) I love this it. This has got to be abuse or something. I don't know what's right? going on. Y'all deserve jail time. <laughs> I smell a new Christmas movie on the horizon. Like, that, uh, <laughs> that's so brilliant. Uh, when we come back, what are your plans for New Year's Day? On this New Year's Eve, thank you for joining us today, Mo and I in the studio today with you. On the uh, last well, you're day not. You're not in the studio. We're in the studio. You're not here. Oh you're there. You're be, where you are. It'd be cool if they were here. No, it wouldn't. Never mind. <laughs> I mean, I like y'all and everything, but <laughs> I wouldn't be too crowded because right now our audience is low. So our live, our live audience anyway. So a live audience, we'd have three or four people here. Really? <laughs> Jeez, people guys. Far more people listen to this as a podcast yeah. later. Like a couple, at least a couple thousand 
uh, a day listen to us as a podcast. Really? But not, yeah, not live. People, people like us don't, people as don't a wake podcast. Up. People don't wake up. You guys. Either that get, or they're afraid to, they're afraid to listen to it at work. Sure. Like. We're not safe for work, guys. <laughs> we are totally safe for work. No, yeah, you we're might, pretty safe. You might be cracking up laughing at work, but you know. <laughs> oh, hey, I want to learn. I'm ready to learn, Mo. Oh, gosh, Matt. I'm, are you ready Like to teach? I don't think that we can take week-long <laughs> sabbaticals anymore. <laughs> I just... Cannot get back into get it. Get back today. into the swing of things. Nope. <sighs> nope. All right, but fine. Here's five <laughs> random facts. Are we ready? Uh-huh. Number one, pressing Command Shift T will open a tab you just closed in Chrome. That happens so often. Like where you accidentally, where I accidentally close out a tab. Yeah. I'm like, man, I needed that. Now you can just. Click, 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 and it's back. Uh, in I'm Firefox, just... in Firefox, up in the tab bar, you can uh, right-click and bring up the menu, and it'll also have that option of reopen a closed tab. And it'll it'll reopen, and I'm pretty sure it's the same in, clo- in Chrome. If you closed, like, a whole bunch of tabs, if you keep doing that command, really, it'll keep going back and, like, okay, here's that one, here's that one, here's that one, here's that one. Can that you not just somewhere. go to your history bar and find oh, it? Oh, you can, but that's so much work. Okay. At that point, you gotta open up, find the where the menu is because there's eight different options up there of where it could possibly be. Then you find the history thing. You gotta open up. You gotta scroll through. Opens up a whole new window. Find it. See, pops it open. And I guess it's just because, like, <clears throat> when I was working, that oh crap, I closed that out. Let me go to the history bar, and <laughs> like that's just easy to me. Whereas, yeah. okay, Command Shift T. And I'm not going to remember that forever. <laughs> so I'm going to be like, crap, what was that? Three tab combination, three uh, key combination. And of anyway. course, that's on uh, Apple computers. PCs, yeah. it's control shift T. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh, I find it handy. I don't know. I find mm. it useful. Well, you know, <laughs> we're all different. Number two, all humans are susceptible to the illusion of truth effect. The more we hear something, the more likely we are to believe it's true. I find that that happens most, in my perception, in politics. Oh, yeah. Because there are some people where I'm like, there is clear evidence, clear proof that what they're saying is wrong. And just, no, what? I live in a bubble Mm -hmm. of my own facts. Mm-hmm. The whole thing with the fake news stuff that started since Trump joined. I mean, he's got a point. Yeah. <laughs> There's a whole heck ton of fake news and it's mostly brought on by the by the uh the big the big four or five news networks that mm-hmm. just repeat obviously wrong facts over and over and over again. But they get away with it. <sighs> yeah. Well, and and they're considered reputable, mm-hmm. and so therefore people buy I think, it and believe. And I think one of the problems with the news networks is that a lot of it to fill you know to fill up their programming, a lot of it has become opinion shows. So you're watching the news, but you're watching a hosted show based. led by a host with biased opinions mm-hmm. instead of a news anchor. Yeah. 
and so much of the daily programming is that and it's not just in one block of the day like primetime it's sprinkled throughout the day and so that's why news has become so off center yeah <clears throat> at least that's what i think i i can yeah <laughs> um it may be the illusion of truth but i can buy into it <laughs> uh until 1986 you didn't need to buy property in alaska if you built a house on a piece of land it was yours because mm-hmm. there's so much of it there's still so much of it with nothing on it yeah i've never been to alaska well i mean alaska is the size of over, over half of the continental united states I mean, it's just gigantic. I'm trying to envision a map in my head. Yeah. Just envision a map and go from like Texas all the way to California the entire way up. And that's about the size of Alaska. Hmm. <laughs> that, mm. It's huge. Yeah. Uh, roughly 3.1% of the world's population was killed during World War II. Good night. That's... A lot, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> and why? Matt. This is not my fault. Well, I mean, it is my fault. It's but I have, fault. my phone's on silent. But that's an alarm. And alarms come through the silence. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just forgot to turn off my other alarm. Uh-huh. Well, are you awake? <laughs> I'm awake. Okay. I feel like it. Yeah. All right. And lastly... Being in a green setting or merely looking at the color green can increase a person's creativity. Mm-hmm. I knew that. Really? I knew that. Yeah, there's a whole there's a whole fascinating science behind how colors motivate you in different mm-hmm. ways. Yeah. That's why usually in food, especially like fast food, you'll you'll usually see the color red in their logos somewhere. Okay. Because red induces hunger in a lot of people. For some reason, red makes you hungrier than you normally are. Hmm. Um, yeah, uh, they're in prisons and uh, mental hospitals and things. They usually paint the walls a uh, a light tan or a sky blue because those colors make you calm. Hmm. Uh, they 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 reduce your stress level. So I mean, there's just it's a lot of it's really fascinating. I watched a whole documentary on how colors affect our emotions and and how we react to things. Um, yeah, and I, you know that's made me start to notice all the red and a lot of the fast food signs and things. I don't think that light tan makes me less stressed. You don't Either think so? that or the fact that my entire <clears throat> house, inside and out, is light tan and my body is like. <clears throat> You just, you're acclimated to it. You're yeah. too accustomed to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I may or may not have, have thrown a, a tin of popcorn over this Christmas break through my house because I am, I was that irritated with my children at the moment. Wait, hold on. You threw up? No, I threw it. I threw threw a, I, I thought threw you said a tin of popcorn. <laughs> I thought you said I may have thrown up a tin of popcorn. That you know, <laughs> I'm like that's a lot of popcorn. <laughs> how how do you know it was <laughs> a full so tin of popcorn that you threw up? Like, did you throw it back up? You ate the entire the you ate the entire tin, and then you filled up the entire tin. <laughs> and, yeah, I get it. No, I threw it. <laughs> 
across the house. And then the kids are just standing there looking at me with these huge eyes as if they didn't, like, see. Mom's getting mad. It's it's building. She's a little more mad. Let's keep pressing the buttons. Let's see how far we can take it. And there goes the tin of popcorn flying across the house. Mount Mosuvius erupts. Uh, yep. <clears throat> it has been a long time. Was it at least closed? Did it or did it like go everywhere? It was closed, but it went it everywhere. Popped up. And yeah. went everywhere. Yep. <laughs> yep. At least you have dog. A dog. No, Cannon cleaned it. No, did he? Because at that point he realized, oh crap! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I will do whatever I have to do to not incur your wrath. Yep. I have pushed her too far this time. I've got to fix this. Uh, we got some artist updates for you. Matthew West uh, was having fun on his Instagram. Uh, he posted a spoof ad announcing his new Christmas album that he titled At Christmas. The project featured Matthew adding the words At Christmas to his best-known songs. He, <laughs> he posted, it features all new, soon-to-be Christmas classics, such as Hello, My Name Is, At Christmas, <laughs> All In. At Christmas, and in a special guest duet with of uh, Lord I Need You, At Christmas, with Matt Marr, and much, much more. Available at, you guessed it, Christmas. <laughs> he said, really put my heart and soul into writing these songs, and I hope you like them. Uh, it was a very funny ad. I, I watched it myself. It was probably still up there on, on uh, Matthew West's Instagram, uh, and even got Matt Marr in there, in the video with him. And they yeah. sang, they sang... <laughs> They basically just sang the line and then added, at Christmas, at the end. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's awesome. fantastic. That's awesome. Uh, Juan DeVevo from Casting Crowns may want to find a new hardware store. He posted this week, welcome to my hardware store. Uh, over there is all the stuff in cans section. Next to it is the bolts and screws. Good luck finding two that match. And don't forget to check out the aisle with every tool but the one you actually need. <laughs> so true it's so true uh, you remember how excited our town was when we were getting a lowe's no i don't we weren't here oh right you weren't here at that time i remember like what an actual like an actual hardware superstore store yeah yeah because <laughs> i'm sure that clovis had many mom and pop hardware stores a few, at least, yeah. And we yeah. had uh, Ace Hardware. And... Mm. But, yeah, when Lowe's opened up, we had people going cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs over it. Really? Yep. I kind of wish we had a Home Depot. Mm. I don't know. I don't like Home Depot. At least I didn't like the one in Albuquerque. No. I feel like it's too dirty. <laughs> you walk in there and just everywhere is everywhere. Sawdust. Sawdust. Yeah. Nowhere near the wood section covered in sawdust. Looking at a refrigerator, it's full of sawdust. Yeah, I guess I, yeah. (laughs) I like Lowe's because it's almost always clean. You know, the Lowe's people here, though, in our town are some of the worst, like, rudest people that I've ever encountered. Yes. I don't think I've ever had a bad experience here. But I don't go all that often. So we... Look online for whatever it is that we're needing, uh-huh. right? We look online. We see if it's at our store or if we need to do the ship to store and pick up in store, whatever. And it always shows that we have at least a couple in stock 
Always. Yeah. And this has happened at least six times within the last two months. Wow. And we go in and we ask and they're like, oh, yeah, no, we don't carry that in the store. Okay, but we looked online and it shows how many you have. Yeah, I don't know why it does that, but we don't have it in the store. Chris and I are convinced that the Lowe's employees are just buying the things and saying, like, telling people, we don't have that. Sorry. Wow. A mantle for our fireplace. Like, we have this teeny tiny little mantle on our fireplace that came with the house. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to get a bigger one. Yeah, we don't have that. It's showing online. <laughs> there are seven available. Seven. Not just one. Like, I could understand maybe in the last hour somebody's come in and bought it. No, seven. Seven people needed a mantle since we checked five minutes ago. And then, and they're not even nice about it. Like, Mm. no, we don't have that. Sorry. (laughs) Can you leave? Uh, I don't know who Ugh. you're talking to over there, but goodness. The old guy. The old, there's <laughs> oh, one old the guy. The one old guy. Okay, I know who you're talking about there. <laughs> that one old guy is a jerk. He is a jerk. And he's the one that's always available to help us when we go in. <laughs> From now on, I just want to be like, I don't want to talk to him. Give me anybody else in the store. When my wife worked there, mm-hmm. that old guy made her cry once. He's so mean. She doesn't cry. He That's made true. her cry. Deidre doesn't cry. She's and tough. I was so furious. I was driving around the parking lot <laughs> trying to convince myself not to go in there and punch an old man in the face. But it's and it's sad because he doesn't like you know, you can see some old people and you're like, Okay, they're grumpy, right? Steer clear. Curmudgeon-y, of them. Whatever. Yeah. He doesn't appear that way. Right. But the second that he opens his mouth, you instantly regret ever asking him anything yeah. at all. <laughs> He's I don't know why they keep putting him in customer service positions. Right? Go work in the back. For real. (laughs) Go cut the wood. Nobody ever goes over there. And when they do, you actually get to release some anger and aggression in cutting a piece of wood. Go over there. (laughs) Anyway. Yep. I know exactly who you're talking about now. You come to Clovis and you go to our Lowe's. Just... Steer clear of the old guy. <laughs> Don't know his name. All right. <laughs> 14 New Year's Day plans to keep those post-holiday blues at bay. Are you ready for this? <clears throat> nope. 14 but go ahead. things. 14 I, things. I just, you know, it's Start Monday. It I'm not feeling it. So. <laughs> so, number one, start a new book. Kick back and kick off 2019 feeling cozy and well-read. Uh, practice. I don't even know how to pronounce this. <sighs> Hygge. H-Y-G-G-E. Is that how you pronounce it? How do you pronounce it? I don't know how you pronounce it. Hygge. The but Danish it's this new thing. The Danish custom of enjoying the simple things in life. By curling Finding up. peace in the simple things. <laughs> by oh. curling up beside a fire with a good book. Yeah. That is, but that is like the quintessential relaxing, finding joy in simple things kind of thing, isn't it? Sure. Reading a book by a fire. Sure. Okay. Like, I'm looking at a picture of a lady with a blanket on, on her couch, reading a book and smiling. I'm like, dang, if she doesn't look at peace. (laughs) Okay, can I just say something? Like, this is why I've got a snotty attitude about it. (laughs) So, it was a couple months ago, and my friend, who I love so very much, I think that she's like super mom of the year every year, Wendy, (laughs) the one that I ran the half Mm -hmm. marathon with, okay? 
five kids, homeschools all five of them. Oh, like she, sakes. she is like <laughs> top notch. And and she like her kids are amazing kids. They all have really good manners. They're incredibly smart. Anyway. <laughs> so it makes you hate the whole family. <laughs> but she posted a couple months ago that whole it was a snow day today. We're practicing our whatever it is, high high gee whatever. <laughs> and of course, at that point, I had to Google what the crap is high gee. <laughs> Googling it, and I'm like, seriously, you've you got to be mispronouncing it. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't just say we're practicing our peacefulness. Right. We're practicing our desire to find comfort in the simpler things, like. <laughs> We are so off on how to pronounce it. It's pronounced Huga. Okay, Huga. <laughs> it is spelled H-Y-G-G-E. But apparently in Dutch that's pronounced Huga, which is, it sounds a lot like the English word for hug, it says. Um, a Huga. So a the, official, the official uh, definition is to cherish oneself and to keep or make oneself snug. So it's usually translated as coziness, uh, but not just about being warm, but about, you know, cozy, which is simple. Usually you, you, small houses are cozy. Simple things are cozy. I don't think I can do it, Matt. <laughs> well, someone out there can. Sure, someone can. My mind Probably goes to all the things kids. that I need to be doing, though. <laughs> like... There's dishes in the sink. Right. There's See, laundry. See, before we had kids, we would do chores like once a week and they'd be done. Yeah. For about a week. No. No, <laughs> you have like, to do them day. multiple times a day. Never no. ending, never ending pile of laundry and dishes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For Christmas, uh, the Vassars gave us, uh, gave my family and, and uh, my sister-in-law's family uh lawnmowers our own lawnmowers and they're great fantastic lawnmowers but i sat there thinking oh you've given me another chore (laughs) now i have to mow my own lawn that's exactly (laughs) when you said that that's exactly what i thought because your father-in-law mows your yard and their yard yeah because he was the only one with a lawnmower (laughs) has for years that I got to say, the Vassars did one on y'all. They yeah. thought, <laughs> they we pulled... are giving ourselves a gift, giving ourselves back the gift of time uh, this year. They pulled a sneaky sneaky <laughs> on us. <laughs> uh, that's, uh, right. that's a good one. That's all right. Eli will be old enough soon. Uh, okay. <laughs> what, you four years that. old, isn't that usually? Five years old, isn't that usually when they start? This is the first year that my boys <laughs> mowed the grass. And afterwards, I was like, I'll just do it. Forget it. <laughs> Forget it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. We haven't even got a number two of these 14. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> number two, celebrate with brunch. Whether you went out the night before or not, which would be tonight. Treat yourself and your friends to brunch, uh, your family, to brunch at your favorite restaurant on New Year's Day. Many are open on the holiday, uh, from fast food joints to family-owned eateries. Or, you could, number three, soak up a homemade brunch. Make a homemade feast for your friends and family to enjoy. Uh, you know, what better way, really? When you're home, alone with the family on a big holiday, make a big old brunch. Mm. I like the idea of brunch. Mm-hmm. 
However, I don't like the idea that we just told all of our listeners to go to brunch on the same day. (laughs) Everybody go to brunch. No. All at once. No. (laughs) Exactly at 9.30 (laughs) a.m. Oh, man. All right, number four, watch a football game. Attend one of the many bowl games held on New Year's Day or queue it up on the television. Watch one of the six 2019 matchups with your family at home. I only really enjoy watching football on holidays. Really? Or the Super Bowl. I'm not a big, like, normal season fan. And I definitely don't follow any of the teams. I'm just like, all right, we have a game. This team versus this team. I wonder who's going to win. Who has the better uniforms? That's who I'm going for. (laughs) Those guys are green. I like green. (laughs) Uh, Number five, take a trip. There's small towns all across the country with their very own festivities. I almost said festival tools. I don't know what I was trying to say. Uh, It's worth checking out. Uh, Make it a solo, a girlfriend's, a family, a couple trip, whatever. Uh, but pretty much guaranteed that you're going to have a blast at uh, many fun destinations. Uh, we got a few families that are in Riodoso. Mm-hmm. Uh, even our pastor's in Riodoso right now. Mm. And with all this fresh snow here, they probably got some down there too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got our first real snowfall here in Clovis over the week weekend. <clears throat> yeah, we actually got... A decent amount. Uh-huh. About it, an, maybe about an inch or it looks more like... overall. Oh, yeah, I think there was far was more, more than, than that? an inch. I wasn't overall. here for the first part of it. Yeah. Um, out in our backyard last night before the second little bit came down. Yeah. Um, with my little ruler. In ruler, the, yeah, snow ruler. In, uh-huh, in the snow. There was a good inch and a half. Oh, okay. Out good. in the back, so... Uh, number six, go for a hike, weather permitting. Take in some fresh air at the leisurely hike in a scenic spot. If your 2019 resolutions revolve around weight loss, fitness, or self-care, this is the perfect way to begin your year. I used to walk a lot. And since having kids, I just don't have the stamina I feel since then. I used to walk all the dang time. I'd get up at like 5 a.m., and get all bundled up in sweats and whatever and just go walk around my neighborhood or uh i would do the goodwin lake trail out there until someone got stabbed yeah, on until it. somebody died and... <clears throat> yeah but uh yeah not since not since eli's been born have i had the stamina to make that a permanent thing in my life oh <sighs> well you know you just you start walking and you end up in exactly the same place that you started like what what's... if you're lucky What's the point? (laughs) You're not going anywhere. (laughs) If you have to make the trip, just get a car, (laughs) circle the block, and come back. Save a lot of time. Right? Uh, Number seven, organize a family dinner. If your family uh, tends to lay low on New Year's Eve, gather the gang for a fun dinner at home the next day. Make a traditional holiday meal, pork, fish, cornbread, black-eyed peas, whatever. Keep it casual, maybe, with pizza or pasta. You like black-eyed peas? Just I that combination, pork, fish, cornbread, black-eyed peas. <laughs> like, uh. That sounds like a fantastic meal. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, number eight, I really like this idea. Do-it-yourself New Year crackers. 
Uh, not like not eating not crackers. like saltine crackers <laughs> like <laughs> the things that you pop open got it and they but it took have. a minute <laughs> <laughs> um also known as party poppers in the u.s uh but there's a there's an easy tutorial from childhood 101 uh, you can google that uh, on how to make these and you can stuff them with your own gifts candy trinkets pass them out to friends or let the kids get in on the fun by ripping them open uh, New Year's Day uh, morning or maybe tonight when uh, the ball drops or whatever. So Fun. Yeah. Also, I don't like that phrase. <laughs> what? The ball dropping <laughs> on New Year's Eve. <laughs> really? I don't know what made me think of that right now. Really? I've never thought of it before until just now. I'm like, that's a terrible phrase. <laughs> Why are I just I'm want sorry. it to be known I'm that it is sorry. not me this time. Right, it's usually you. Just... I'm sorry. That was... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not going to go any further into it. I just don't like that. <laughs> uh, number nine, indulge in some me time. <laughs> Here are the... <laughs> Start the new year by being selfish. Here are the two options that they give you with me time. Schedule a spa day. Bake a pie. <laughs> <laughs> Do whatever puts a smile on your face. Oh, I forgot to tell you. This is from uh, this is a list from countryliving.com uh, by Jessica Lay Mattern. Um, <clears throat> yeah, do whatever, do whatever it takes to put a smile on your face. It's your holiday after all. And uh, while most spas are closed on the holiday, you can still wash away the old year and rest up for what's ahead by uh, soaking in the tub. I don't fit in my tub. You fit in your tub? <laughs> I have, you know, there's a thing you can buy that that stops like you. It's like a suction cup that goes over your overflow drain, mm-hmm. specifically so you can fill your tub up even more. You just turn. <laughs> you turn it. That's all you have to do. Well, assuming most most houses don't have that, I guess. I don't know. Maybe older tubs don't have it. That option. As far as I can remember, like I know I didn't even since have since like, I was a kid. I didn't even have a thing when I was a kid. It was just a hole, like in the sink, like in the back of the sink. Yeah, I just it was there like was a, a hole, hole in the your top. tub. Yeah, and it drained out of that thing, and so Dang. I couldn't. Yeah, it couldn't go higher than a certain level. Oh, okay. Well, <coughs> never mind. Yeah, who knows? Uh, let's see. Number ten. Attend a parade. Uh, cities and small towns all over the country celebrate the new year with a parade. Take your family to see uh, one of the two most famous ones, which is Philadelphia's Mummer's Parade and Pasadena's Rose Parade. Clovis doesn't do parades. No. Well, we do two. We, we do one. two parades in the entire stinking year. Yeah. So we do parades. <laughs> two parades. Um, I do like the Rose Parade. I don't like it, of course, nearly as much as... The Thanksgiving Parade, which is the best parade. Did you watch the Christmas Parade? Was there a Christmas Parade? Yeah, there's a Christmas Parade every year. And, like, of course, it's right after the Thanksgiving Parade. And then the Christmas Parade happens on Christmas Day. And you're like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that because I just watched the best parade. Who puts on the Christmas Parade? I don't know. (laughs) Did you watch it? No, I forgot. (laughs) 
I thought it was just the Thanksgiving parade and then the Rose Parade. That's what I always thought. I no, didn't think there was a, one on Christmas. There's a Christmas Day parade. Is I was going to say Macy's, but I don't think that's right. Yeah, it can't be. They can't put on another parade a month later, can they? <clears throat> I don't know. I'm Googling All right, it. While she's Googling, we'll go to the next one. Number 11, write down your resolutions. Uh, there's a free printable resolution list on uh, Life With Me, a website. Uh, you can check out, uh, jot down some goals for the upcoming year, take a step further and hang it in a frame and do it, uh, where you can see it every day to give you a little bit more motivation. Yeah. So the cool thing from a uh, free printable thing from life with me has a list with a line down the middle. And so one side says more of this and the other side says less of this. Hmm. That's a good way to, mm-hmm. to list out your resolutions, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. That is a good I like one. that. So, before we go any go further, ahead. it is the Disney Parks Magical Christmas Day Parade, oh. and it's on ABC. They air it on ABC every year. I missed I it. I see. <laughs> <laughs> I missed it. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> oh, well. Number 12, make a toast, whether it's a moment of reflection at brunch or dinner, or a sweet handwritten card you're sending a loved one, take time to say thank you and count your many blessings. Hmm. 13, start a new family tradition. Create lasting memories by starting a new tradition. Uh, suggestions like uh, New Year's movie night or a trip to a certain restaurant or store or something like that. Or a whole lot of different things you could do. Mm-hmm. Do you have any New Year's traditions? Mm-mm. Yeah, we don't either. <laughs> I know. We... <laughs> It's like the lesser of all the holidays. But now as you're reading through this, I'm like, oh, we have been sucking at New Year's. (laughs) It seems like it should be really special. It should be. It should have something special about it. Is it just because we're exhausted from Christmas? Maybe. That people don't do a lot? I feel like this is the year for cynicism for me. And so I'm like, you know what? Every other year I've blown all of my resolutions so i'm not making any for lack of a better term screw it like (laughs) i'm just not doing it this year like if i'm the same person one year from today that i am today eh. (laughs) not any worse not any better yeah broke even yeah broke even for you like (laughs) It's, I feel like that's such a bad mindset, but it, that is where really, I am right really now. It really does feel like a bad mindset. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that <laughs> you're not supposed to remain stagnant in your life. That's just <laughs> where I am, okay? Last one on this list, clean out your closet. <laughs> Give yourself a fresh and tidy start by taking some time to spruce up your home, tackle the overstuffed junk drawer, overhaul the wardrobe, or organize your pantry. Make it even more meaningful and begin your year with some... Uh, good vibes by compiling your discards and donating them to those in need. The ones that are good, anyway. Don't give people your garbage. Oh. That's what I'm saying. I thought you were talking about the people in need. (laughs) (laughs) Only give them to the good people in need. Don't give to those nasty Westies. (laughs) That's what I thought you were saying. Good night. Sorry. <laughs> Misunderstood. So, those are 14 New Year's Day plans to keep those post-holiday blues at bay. Give them a try. Uh, start something new. Make make New Year's Day special. Uh, 
anything you want to add to that? Uh-uh. Well, good. Let's go then. When we come back, we're going to be talking about the best movies of 2018. Let's see if one of your favorites is on the list. Stick around. Kicking off our third hour with you here. Uh, we got some news. Chick-fil-A. Chicky, chicky filet A fast food restaurant with a famed cattle urging us to eat more chicken. Recently was banned from Ryder University's campus because of the company's owner's uh, support of traditional marriage. Even though they're not like in your face about it. It just exists. Whatever. Uh, the chain also faces a boycott in Toronto, and Pittsburgh officials tried to rid their city of the restaurant uh, for the same reason. New Yorker magazine said it did not want another franchise uh, in the Big Apple. But Twitter was alight this week with the reaction to a New York Post report that Chick-fil-A is on track to become the number three fast food chain in the U.S. The Post quoted uh, Kalinowski equity research saying that Chick-fil-A will leap past Taco Bell, Burger King, and Wendy's, uh, which are going to be in the number four, five, and six spot respectively. Uh, its stores grew nearly 8% to more than 2,100 and its sales were up as much as 15% to $10 billion this past year. And that's on top of a 14.2% growth in 2017. So, despite all the weird boycotts and negative press, it's still becoming a powerhouse. Yet we yeah. can't get one in Clovis. Yes, yeah, yeah, we can't get one here. <clears throat> but isn't that crazy? Because they don't have stores everywhere. I'm pretty sure number one and number two are Subway and McDonald's. Ew, really? Just in, in sales and a number of stores. Okay. I know that Subway just outpaced McDonald's with number of stores. Really? <coughs> Not this year. I think I think it was last year. But yeah. Okay. Um, but I'm pretty sure those are the top two chains. Okay. And I have Chick-fil-A, which, again, it says 2,100 stores. Mm-hmm. That's not a lot compared to McDonald's. Yeah. And yet they're in the number three spot, especially with sales. No, but it grew... Oh. Yeah, no, yeah, that's how many they have. Yeah, See, grew to that yeah. number. Okay. <laughs> and they're not everywhere. Like McDonald's, we have three McDonald's in this very small town. McDonald's are everywhere. There's 57 in Albuquerque, I feel like. It's every other I was going to say, seriously, 57? No, no. <laughs> Gosh! <laughs> but they are everywhere. Um, and so, yeah, that's just, that's darn impressive. Yeah. I don't... I have not understood the whole boycott of the the store since the beginning. It's like someone dove deep into their their like charity giving, and one of the charities they give to is Exodus International, which is a charity that helps people who want to uh, stop practicing homosexuality, helps 
get them to that point. Mm-hmm. I think it's Exodus International. Some something like that. Um but and you know, they and so they were asked at some point in an interview, you know, what the Kathy's stance, true Kathy and, and their family who started the business is on you know homosexual marriage and of course they said well we believe in traditional marriage we're, we're christians but chick-fil-a doesn't go out there and like start big campaigns or ad campaigns or boycotts of their own or protests of you know against gay rights or anything and they don't say if you're gay you can't come to our store or or anything like that. They don't treat people any differently if they come in wearing a shirt that says, hey, I'm gay or whatever, because that shirt exists. Um, <laughs> they're very flamboyant about it. And yet they act like God, they act like Chick-fil-A is hunting them down, rounding them up and putting them in camps. Just chill out and eat some chicken, man. That's been my problem with the whole thing as a whole. Um since this whole thing began, this is the like the only issue that food companies and random businesses that have nothing to do with sexual orientation have to make a stance on. Yeah. Why do I have to know that Oreo supports gay marriage? Mm-hmm. I don't care. Yeah. You're a cookie. Yeah. I want to eat a cookie. Mm-hmm. Be a cookie. Well, and it's both sides of the table, too. Yeah. It's not, you know, Christians are, <coughs> oh, we'll ban this place and ban this place because they support homosexuality yeah. and they support same-sex marriage. Right. And Why then, does it have to be involved? Yeah. <laughs> Can't we just have businesses? Can't we let the businesses be businesses? For real. Let the people be the people with the opinions. Right. The businesses don't have to represent the opinions. The last I checked, the Target as a building... Doesn't really know where they stand. <laughs> They're just bricks and, you know, I, wires. They I, don't know anything. I challenge everyone to go to your local Target and ask the building where they get, stand. Get a microphone and a camera. Stand next to the wall. <laughs> or even the logo. Just ask the logo. Ask the logo. Yeah. What's, what's, what's your stance on transgenders in bathrooms? I bet you. I bet you. Their response is one that we could all learn from. Silence. Silence. Absolutely. Ah, <laughs> uh, beautiful. Speaking of Oreo, Oreo's newest flavor isn't as crazy as their usual limited edition offerings. Uh, the cookie company announced on, uh, well, I believe it was two Wednesdays ago at this point, uh, that the dark chocolate Oreo, hmm. dark chocolate cream filled Oreo will become a permanent flavor, which is something rare with Oreo nowadays because they do the whole two limited editions mm-hmm. every month it feels like new permanent flavor is going to be hitting the shelves in just a few days uh, i believe it's supposed to hit shelves on january 2nd but they wow. announced it on december 21st which is supposed to have been the darkest day of the year the winter solstice ah, uh, i see what the they did chocolate. there yeah uh. <clears throat> so even though the cookies won't hit stands till january 2nd uh the new treats come with a dark chocolate cream made with real cocoa as touted on the packaging sandwiched between their classic chocolate wafers so it's just hmm. chocolate overload chocolate it's, in between chocolate sounds good no no dark chocolate is hit or miss for me they gotta it's gotta be done right yeah some of them are weird yeah some of them are too bitter. Too, too bitter. The only dark chocolate that I found <clears throat> that I really love is Ghirardelli. Really? Mm-hmm. See, I'm I'm okay with like Hershey's dark chocolate. That Ooh. was like my first and I'm, I'm all right with it. I, I can't like it. do Hershey's. No? 
Nope. And I feel really bad saying that because, you know, Hershey, Pennsylvania is only like 45 minutes right, from where yeah. I That's like was your born. Area. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I just can't do it. <laughs> Sorry. All right. <laughs> and uh, lastly, a Texas woman was reunited with her Texas A&M University ring more than 50 years after she lost it in Colorado. Wow. Judy Lavoie said that she and her husband, who gave her the sweetheart ring, were playing in the snow in Colorado five decades ago when the ring came off on her finger. Uh, Lavoie said that she had long since given up hope of seeing the ring again, and she was contacted by a man named Jerry. Jerry told Lavoie that the family member had found the ring while vacationing in Colorado. He was able to track her down online. That's kind of cool. <clears throat> I had a teacher who uh, went to a beach in Texas, I believe, Mm -hmm. lost her wedding ring in the beach, in the sand. Came back, I want to say five years later, at least two years later, but I'm pretty sure it was five. Came back five years later to that same beach, was lying in the sand, put her hands back to lean back, and found her ring underneath her What? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. That is crazy. So I have a similar story, but... It irritated me. So oh, I this is not- <laughs> I sold bedroom furniture at one point. Yeah. Okay. And I I personally sold it to this person. Okay. And apparently in the nightstand I had left, it was actually my grandmother's class ring and she gave it to me. Mm-hmm. And when I cleaned it out, I thought for sure that I got everything out of it. But the ring had kind of lodged itself back in the back corner and I didn't see it. Well, like... Three months later, I get a call from my grandmother, and she's like, hey, did I give you my class ring? And I said, yeah. And at this point, I had figured out that I'd lost it, and I wasn't sure where it was. Yeah. Um, and so I'm trying to figure out how to break the news to her and tell her that I don't, I don't no longer have it. And she says, well, I just got the weirdest message on Facebook from this girl who said that she has a nightstand and found it inside of it. <coughs> and so it took me a minute, and I'm like, wait. Is her name such and such? And my Nana said, yeah. And I said, okay, can I call you right back? And then I get on Facebook and I go message this person. And I'm like, you knew that you bought the nightstand from me. Why why was that even a thought to go to the person on the ring instead of coming to me and being like, hey, by the way. Because now my grandmother knows that I lost her class ring. And the girl sent the ring back to my grandmother. And have I seen that class ring since then? No, because my Nana was like, you know what? I can't trust you You're not trustworthy anymore. <laughs> I had a stranger bring me my ring back. Right? Oh, gosh, that's I feel funny. Like I, so I feel like a lot of times people are looking for that story. Yeah. They want to be that person, yeah. you know, and they're looking for that story. <laughs> Listen, you didn't have that story. You had my class ring that was passed down from my grandmother to me that you found in my old nightstand, which I sold to you. You should have come to me first. Wow. <laughs> that, like, no, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> That's just hilarious. Yeah. Uh, uh, another, <laughs> another similar story that I know of, uh, but not a ring. <clears throat> Our former pastor, Dean Turbeville, mm-hmm. uh, when he was a kid, they uh, her, him and his dad like pieced together a bike, like a very a kid's bike. Mm-hmm. Um, like they built it kind of themselves Mm -hmm. and then it eventually got sold as he grew up in a garage sale and apparently went through several different owners Mm -hmm. 
And then they opened up the new 180 building at the Faith Christian Family Church that had, had at the time, just been built. Mm -hmm. And they had lined all the walls with old, you know, trinkets and, you know, stuff. Just, you know, kind of like a themed restaurant or something. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. And Dean Dean goes in there, you know, all the pastors got invited to come see the new building. And Dean went in there and looked around and saw his bike. Up on the wall. That's crazy. Because there was like a certain decal or whatever that he remembered that that he put on there that wouldn't have been on there otherwise. And so he convinced the the church to let him buy it from them. And him and his son then restored it. Wow. And it became his son's bike. I'm like, that is the coolest. Yeah. Like boomerang story I've ever heard. Yeah. Yeah. It was really neat. That is pretty cool. (laughs) All right. Let's see here. Movies. Movie yes, movies. I'm excited to hear this. <clears throat> so these are the top ten movies based on box office. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So might not be, you know, the quote unquote best movies of the year. Right. But, but these are definitely the most money making movies. How many of the do year. we have? Uh, I'm going to do the top ten. Okay. All right. So number ten is one that's actually panned pretty badly all year. Okay. And it was Venom. Really? The so- Sony's Venom out yeah. of the Spider-Man franchise. We just watched it. Did you watch? What did you mm-hmm. think of it? Loved it. See, I got the the. I haven't seen it yet. <coughs> Pardon me, but the consistent consensus that I'm getting from reviews is that it's out of place in its time. Like this would have been a really good movie in the late '90s or early 2000s. Like that was the feel that the movie had, but that. Compared to today's superhero movies, it's not on the level. Is that what you would think? Does it feel out of place time-wise? I am in... Quality-wise? Story-wise? Possibly. Wise? Not quality-wise. Not quality Definitely wise? not quality-wise. Um, I really need to see it. It's been on my, I, it's been on my list I since I loved it. Came out. it. Yeah. I thought that it was great. And Canon watched it. Topher is in his own teenage world these days, so he doesn't care. <laughs> um... But Cannon, Cannon went into it with the mindset he had heard from all of his friends that it sucked, that it was bad. And so he sits down and he watches it with this attitude of, this go ahead, awful. impress me. Let me see yeah. what you got. You know. <laughs> and by the end of it, he was like, that's awesome. My friends don't know what they're talking about. This is a great movie. So, I mean, I, I definitely, and I maybe can kind of see where, what they're saying as far as, comparable to early 2000s superhero movies. Yeah. But I don't think that I would have thought that had you not had said I not it. brought it up. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Number nine, another movie that had been mostly panned this year, Solo. Hmm. Star Wars Story. Nope. You seen that seen one? It. No. No? I saw it. It's pretty good. I mean, yes, Kara. I have seen it. <laughs> it is great. <laughs> I thought it was all right. They didn't have, you know... The story could have been better. Yeah. The story was very simple. Yeah. You know, it wasn't mm-hmm. that that exciting. They basically had to try and build a story out of what little we already knew, mm-hmm. like the um, making the Kessel Run in 12 parsecs, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they did a good job explaining that because, you know, a parsec is not a distance. It's a measure of time. Okay. So they did a really good job of figuring that out because that was a plot hole that's been in the Star Wars for all time. I was like, oh, that's dumb. That's not a distance. Yeah. How do you make it in 12 parsecs? Uh, or no, it might be the other way around. 
It's a measure of distance. Okay, yeah. It's, a, it's a, sorry. It's the other way around. It's a measure of distance, not time. Okay. And so, how can you, you know? Why are you saying in time when it's a length? You know? Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, they did a good job explaining that. But it just you know they didn't have much of a story to build on. But I don't think it was terrible. Uh, but the next one I thought was fantastic. Okay. Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah. 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 That was good. Yeah. Ant Man. Ant Man might be my favorite character in the MCU. You think? I just I love Paul Rudd. I'm yeah. in love with Paul Rudd. Matt? <laughs> he's my he's issue. my man crush Monday. Paul Rudd is. Okay. <laughs> I don't know where to go from here. It was a very good movie. I really liked it. Except for the ending when I was like, <laughs> what the crap just happened? And then my whole family had to explain it to me. Don't you remember Thanos? And I'm like... Oh, yeah. Oh, stupid. (laughs) Darn it. That's stupid. Uh, Let's see here. Number seven, Mission Impossible Fallout. Nope, haven't seen it. I haven't seen it, but I did hear a lot of good stuff. Like, this is the first first Mission Impossible, like, reaction that makes me want to go back and start the whole series, which started when I was in... Either, we were in high I think, school. I think it was just. I think. Oh, I think it was before that. I'm pretty sure it was when we were in junior high. Really? When the first one came out. I'm almost certain. Maybe eighth grade. <clears throat> Possible. Okay, let's see. When did Mission Impossible? I'm just not a fan of Tom Cruise. You're not a fan of Tom Cruise? Nope. I think he does great. Nope. I think he does a great job. Nope. Don't like him. Oh. Nope, I don't want to know. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. The first one came out when we were in grade school. Really? It came out in 1996. He has been doing this franchise since 1996. Yeah, so we would have been in sixth grade. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah. I was in sixth grade in 1998. Okay, I'm just thinking we would have been 11 in 96. And 11 is typically 6th grade. That's what canon is right now. He's 11 and he's in 6th grade. I was 12 in 6th grade. Okay. Like in September, yeah. Yeah, 1996. How many of these are there? Far too many. There's at least five. So 1996, 2000 for the sequel. <clears throat> 2006 for the third, 2011 for the fourth, 2015 for the fifth, and 2018 for the sixth movie. Wow. So that's so Fallout's the sixth movie. Yeah, I want to go see him. I want to see him all now. <laughs> it's got to be good, right? If it's gone on for over two decades now. No, it doesn't have to be good. It's got to be good. No. <laughs> All right, number six, uh, Dr. Seuss's The Grinch, the Uh, new animated Grinch movie. It was so good. It's beautiful, right? It was so good. Do you know my favorite, I think I already said this on one of our episodes. Yeah. My favorite thing about The Grinch movie, favorite thing, they stayed true to most of the story. They Mm -hmm. explained bits and pieces, you know, a little Mm -hmm. more in depth. My favorite thing is of all the songs that they played, 
Of, and of all the songs that they could have played, they had plenty to yeah. choose from. But of all the songs that they played, I want to say there were six songs in it, and at least four of them, the line that they sang was about Jesus. Yeah, they did actual traditional Christmas carols, mm-hmm. religious ones. Mm-hmm. The, the big scene with that uh, caroling group that was chasing yep. him around. Yep. Was yep. God rest you merry gentlemen? They yep. were doing. They, they yep. said Jesus. They said Christ several uh-huh. times. Like, and what? Savior's birth. And yeah. Newborn King. And I was, like, <laughs> I was very surprised at that. I know. But it, but it is the same company though, the same production company that made the Star uh, last year. Oh, it is. So huh? so I'm like, yeah, they've got. A, they must have a little bit of bent where they're they're slightly more religious, or at least willing to be slightly more religious. That's true. But uh, yeah, I was I was both surprised and uh, overjoyed about that. Yeah, too. Uh, but yeah. They, I was worried going into it that I wouldn't like it as much as the Jim Carrey one mm-hmm. because I knew that they took away a lot of the weirdness from the Jim Carrey one. Yeah, I knew it was going to be more tame in tone. Yeah, and it was. Yeah, he wasn't super weird. He was relatively normal. Yeah, a uh, person. Uh, he wasn't as a person, you know, quote yeah. unquote person. He wasn't strange. He wasn't. I feel gross. like with the Jim Carrey Grinch, it's almost leaning towards evil. Like he yeah. almost has this right. He, like well, and he was a villain, but yeah, more evil. While this one is more depressed and outcast, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and. uh of course, that still made him do bad things yeah. and kind of take pleasure in other people's misfortune, mm-hmm. but not to the point where he's actively trying to really hurt people. Yeah. Um, or wanting people to. Well, he, he envisioned what? Really hurting the mayor, right? In the Jim Carrey movie. <laughs> See, Shave the dude's head. Yeah, and funny. Mila watched. <clears throat> the original, well, not the original. She watched the Jim Carrey Grinch, and for years was terrified of the Grinch. Right. And, and it's yeah. looking back, I can understand why. Absolutely, it's, yeah. Um, but yeah, I really did like the new version mm-hmm. uh, a lot. I did too. Um, My favorite character in the new one, though, was his neighbor, the bigger black guy, the guy that liked him, played by Keenan Thompson. Yeah, he. And his house is just like all decked out, and he always saw the good in the Grinch. They were always friends. That's my best friend right there. Yep, Does, I just it doesn't loved count him. unless you hug back, buddy. I just loved him. <laughs> you gotta have that person yeah. in your life that's gonna mm-hmm. see the best in you and is gonna choose to love you through your Grinchy days. Uh, all right, number five, Deadpool two. Haven't seen it. Yeah, Chris has seen it. Chris loves Deadpool. That's Chris's man crush. <laughs> Just Deadpool or Ryan Reynolds? Uh, I, I think Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> but specifically Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. Gotcha. Like, I, it's a different thing. Yeah. yeah um, it's its own thing. In my stocking this year, I got a coffee mug that is Deadpool standing there with his hands on his hips. And it says, Dear Wife, Thank You For Being My Wife. If I had another wife, I'd kill her and go find you. <laughs> Love your husband. <laughs> and he kept asking me all Christmas morning, do you love your mug? Do you love your mug? And I'm like, eh, it's all I right. Mean... You love it, so it makes me love it. But I wouldn't have bought it for myself. <laughs> so, did, so did you know about the, the PG-13 version that's in theaters, I think still now? No. Called Once Upon a Deadpool? 
No. They they made a PG thirteen version of Deadpool two. I did know. I did know. I saw an like, interview about it. And they made it. it like the Princess Bride. They got Fred Savage sitting in his room in his bed, and Deadpool's telling him the story, like in really? the Princess Bride. It's like Deadpool kidnapped Fred Savage, and put him back in this. And they did painstakingly recreated this the bedroom from Princess Bride, and. Uh, or is it Princess Diaries? Which one is it? I don't remember. I think I it's know. Princess Bride. Um, what kind of a Christian am I? I don't know. Princess Bride. Um, but yeah, it was just <laughs> fantastic. I, I just saw an interview <coughs> where they asked him about it. Well, why did you do a PG-13? And he said, well, because I have nieces and nephews who aren't able to watch the other Deadpool and Deadpool 2. Yeah. But they want to. And so... He purposely did this PG-13 for his younger nieces and nephews. And, you know, also Disney's in the process of or has already buying out (laughs) the company, 20th Century Fox. So you never know what's going to happen. But (laughs) Disney might just make all the future ones PG-13. Oh, my. All right. Number four, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Haven't seen it Haven't seen it? Mm -mm. Daedra? Deidre has hated the Jurassic Park movies forever. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. I loved them. I watched them when I was a kid and loved mm-hmm. them. She's hated them. Jurassic World came out. I forced her to watch it. And she loved it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so when this second one came out, she has been all about watching it. I didn't want to go see it in theaters. I kept pushing it off. I'm like, I want to watch it, but I don't like... I'm not dying to watch it. Yeah. We'll watch it eventually. Yeah. She's all, look, the next movie we're watching is Jurassic Park. I want to <laughs> see the next Jurassic World. I want to see what happens. Yeah. I'm like, who are you? Yeah. And I told her, look, this one's supposed to be scarier than the first one. It's supposed to be more like the originals. And you didn't like those. You know, so I just I got to see it. I got to watch it. It's because it's Chris Pratt. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's her man crush. That <laughs> is that mine one too. of yours too. <laughs> Chris Pratt and Chris Hemsworth. So at least I'm smart and I have <laughs> all Chris's. All my Chris's. man crush is Chris. <laughs> I'm not lying. <laughs> no, but I was the same way. I hated Jurassic Park growing up. Hated yeah. them, and I don't know why. I just wasn't that into dinosaur movies, thought they were dumb, whatever. Wah, no, wah. I wasn't into dinosaurs or anything like that, and I didn't like any other kind of movie in that genre. Yeah. But for some reason, I just really loved the Jurassic Park movies. Chris loved the Jurassic Park, grew up watching them, <laughs> loved them, yeah. kind of like Back to the Future. Those are like his two favorite kid, like childhood movies, if you will. Mm-hmm. I hated it. <laughs> Jurassic World, though, I love Jurassic World. It was good. Love Jurassic World. So yeah, I probably this other one. It was one. it was all right. Yeah, I don't think it was as good as the first one, no. but it was a good continuation, and it sets up probably a pretty epic third. Really? Movie. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so it's good. It's good for a secondary. Okay. Uh, speaking of secondaries, number three was Incredibles two. Have you what? I haven't seen it. You haven't seen Incredibles 2? No, because ah! my husband hated it. He took the kids to see it, and he came back, and he was like, he was mad. He, really? Yeah, because they cuss in it. And well, he's like, I mean, like, why am I taking my kids to see an animated a, movie? Well, okay, he was mad about the kids thing. It was PG-13, and the cuss word was the H word. You know, it wasn't... No, they said the D word, too. Well, they said, I'll be danged, yeah. 
Yeah. But they didn't. It's not like they were cussing. They were going, D word. Do you want just, Elijah walking around saying, well, I'll no, be dang. But I mean, it wasn't like. <laughs> it wasn't a colloquialism. It wasn't in a, a cussing way. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. It's different. That's why it was PG 13. I mean, PG, not PG 13. But it wasn't G. It wasn't a G rated movie. And that's specifically what the director said. That said, you I don't know, feel this like movie, we have any G movies anymore. Not, yeah, not many. Even the second Wreck-It Ralph was PG now. Yeah? Because it was friggin' scary at the end. I had to take my kid out of it. <laughs> if you have a kid under five, don't go see <laughs> Wreck-It Ralph 2. It's terrifying at the end. And apparently it's even worse. So another one of my friends went and saw the whole thing. Because we left with... Uh, okay, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it. So stop listening la, if you la, don't la, 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 la. But we left with... You know, there's what you don't want to hear it either. I'm I'm kind of listening. Keep going with the zombie uh, Ralphs walking around and crawling all over the place. Okay, but apparently, my friend said after that, they all come together and form this giant hellscape uh, Ralph with no eyes, with just all them crawling all over themselves like spiders, and and I'm like. I'm so glad we left when we did then, because my son <laughs> would have died of fright. Yeah. He would be dead. Yeah. He would be so terrified that he would have died on the spot. <laughs> <clears throat> Golly. So I don't I don't understand what's going on with our kids' movies. No. But anyway, even the director of Incredibles 2 said, you know, they made Incredibles 2 for the people who were kids when Incredibles 2 For our generation, out, Which yeah. was 16 years ago. Yeah. So they made it for us as adults. And so they made it a little more adult. But at the same time, like, go into it with the mindset of what are the movies that you show your kids? Sure. The movies that you grew up with. Yeah. So And usually Pixar is a safe bet. Yeah. So our kids also (coughs) grew up watching The Incredibles. Yeah. Because it was a nostalgic kind of movie for us. Oh, you guys will love this. So they were just as excited to see Incredibles too. You know? And then they get there and Chris is like, garbage (laughs) i loved it yeah uh i think they did a lot of amazing stuff but at the same time i am mad that you know that's not one eli can watch eli likes the incredibles yeah uh but he can't watch incredibles too until he's uh an older kid yeah so yeah i get that uh still good and it gosh made a lot of money made 608 million dollars domestically or no total gross i feel like it's because they yeah, it's domestic. Sorry. They like pulled the wool over our eyes and they <laughs> they hooked us in. All right, so there's two left. What do I'm, you think they are? I have no idea. No idea? No idea. I'm so not good about this. You have no idea what number one would be? No. No. Okay, I'll give you a hint. The last two are Marvel movies. So Infinity War? As what? One or two? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I can't think of another Marvel movie right now. From this year? I really can't. Infinity War is the only thing that I can think of. Okay. Well, Infinity War was number two. What? Really? so big, but it was still only number two this year. That was a good movie, but it ended so sadly. (laughs) I'm still super bitter about that movie. I loved it, but yeah. I hated it. Essentially, it's only half a story. You know, you usually follow the, the normal story progression of the introduction and the, 
the ramp up, the climax, and then the conclusion. Yeah, we're at the climax. For the most <coughs> we're part. just yeah, we're at a basic climax. But apparently, it's supposed to ramp up again and have another climax in the second movie before we get to the conclusion. So, yeah, we're just kind of sit hanging, waiting. It's kind of like it's kind of like I bet how they felt when Back to the Future Two ended in real life, because Back to the Future Two ended, and then they had to wait a year for Back to the Future Three. So the end of Back to the Future Two is when. Marty was back. He's back from the future, and he needs the older, uh, or well, the younger, but the older year-wise, uh, the fifties mm-hmm. Doc Brown mm-hmm. to get him back to the old West yeah. to rescue the other Doc Brown. And so they were left hanging on that spot, and then uh, they had to wait a whole year. Can you imagine experiencing that? And no, just walking I, I out guess, of the theater, like, and that's the exact yeah. same feeling. I bet. Yeah. Just walk out. Oh gosh, what are they going to do now? Yeah. He doesn't even have the DeLorean. But see, with <laughs> Infinity War, so many people die. Yeah. Like, I don't even want to see it. <laughs> I I don't even care. But what if they'll come back, Mo? Most are going to come back. I'm certain of it. But see, then that bothers me because no, you died. You died. You don't come back. Only Jesus came back. But. Well, and Lazarus. But you don't come back. You do if time travel's involved. Speaking of Back to the Future. Which I'm almost certain is what they're going to do. I'm almost certain that's going to be the major plot device is time travel. Whatever. What was number (laughs) one then? Number one. Black Panther. Oh, okay. $700 million domestically. I feel like, though... <clears throat> it was really early in the year. Yeah. I remember going and seeing it, I think, it was February. January. It was February oh, was 16th. It? That's when okay. it opened. February 16th. But it stayed in theaters. It was so popular. It stayed in theaters until August 9th. Wow. It made that much money because it stayed for so long because it was so popular. Wow. And see, I liked it, but I didn't necessarily think it was much better than any of the other first movies of Super Yeah, I don't, I don't know why it... It certainly was really good. And it did, have a, lot of, it did have a lot of elements that none of the other uh, like, you know, origin story movies had. But still at the basic level... It was the same kind of yeah, story. Yeah, I think, honestly, from my perspective, Infinity War would have been number one, Black mm-hmm. Panther number two. Mm-hmm. I, and they were close. They were within, looks like, $22 million uh, of each other. Yeah. Uh, Black Panther was $700 million and Infinity War was $678 million. Um, But yeah, it's just... Now, it did have a better opening. Opening weekend... It overtook Black Panther by fifty-five million dollars, but overall, and it's mainly because it lasted so long. Yeah, uh, it got it had two more months in theaters than Infinity War did. Wow. Yeah, because it just kept going. (coughs) Well, it was definitely it was a good one. Yeah, a good year for movies, but these are all these were all like blockbusters sequels or shared universes yeah like none of them are really new you know what i mean yeah none of them are brand new stories it's true it's all yeah i feel like it was a good year for superhero movies absolutely yeah one two three 
four, five, six. Six of the ten yeah. are superhero related. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, that doesn't include, like, Spider-Verse is in theaters right now. Oh, and... I saw that the other day. Have you seen it? The Chris and the boys went to see it. Mila and I went and saw Mary Poppins Returns. Mm. I So everybody that we've <coughs> talked to says yeah. Spider-Verse is phenomenal. It is. Amazing. Amazing. Chris went with the wrong crowd of people. And not by his choice, obviously. Just the but people it was, in the theater were... Yeah, it was full of teenagers and it was full of... Like he said, the people directly behind him, it was three couples and they were doing things. And he's, yeah, he's like, it's the worst thing ever. Like, <laughs> just to hear the... this happening behind you. Yeah, why am I here? God, I was like, why didn't you say something? Because what am I gonna say? Like, I don't want to be that person. <laughs> uh, so... Excuse me. It sounds like your tongue is in my ear. <laughs> Can you please stop? Right. <laughs> right. So. So I think, he, didn't, he just yeah. didn't enjoy the experience, so that sullied the movie for yeah, him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I saw it when I was in Dallas. Uh, I went to a very late ten o'clock showing mm-hmm. uh, at a theater that had pizza what? as one of the options mm-hmm. for movie going. Like a uh, what a small size would be if Pizza Hut made a small, and it was mm-hmm. a Pizza Hut pizza. I'm like, heck yes, I'm going to eat a pizza while I'm watching the movie. <laughs> Those are the best movie theaters. Did they have reclining chairs? They did. Oh, that's the best. It was so nice. Uh, But yeah, I saw that that movie was just dang good. Yeah. Really clean. I think it had the H word in it once or twice, but still much cleaner than I would have expected. Yeah. Uh, And a lot of good values in it and really cool story elements. Yeah. It just, ah, it was good. I've really heard good. phenomenal things. So really, Mary Poppins really Returns was also really good. Yeah. It, it was, looks it looks promising. It was really good. I really liked the first one. Yeah. Um I mean, I say really like. I've watched it maybe a dozen times in my whole life. But have you heard what the second one is about? It's isn't it one of the kids grown up or is it both the kids? So it's grown both up? the kids grown up. Yeah. 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 And then the brother, Michael. He has three kids of his own now, and so Mary returns to be their nanny. Oh, okay. Yeah, and so and Dick Van Dyke is in it. Right, I knew that he made. Yeah, Yeah, I knew that he made Uh a cameo. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I do like uh, Lynn. I never. I can never pronounce his name. The the. The guy that's kind of in the role that Dick Van Dyke was in in the first oh, movie. Oh, yeah. Lynn Miranda, Mwanda, whatever, yeah. whatever it is. It was Bert in the first movie. In this movie, his name is Jack. Yeah. But I mean, he's a, a different guy. Yeah. 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 All, all told. He's yeah. a, is he a lamplighter? Is that he's what he is? He's a lamplighter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it was a really good movie. And I went into it not even really knowing that. I just kind of thought it was a remake of the first one. Oh. And so I went into it thinking, no, okay. Yeah, it's like a, it's a they legit don't sequel. Sing, yeah, they don't sing any of the original songs or anything it's like all that. Stuff. I'm waiting for a spoonful of sugar or supercalifragilistic. Nope, none of that. But it was so good. Now, how was the how were the songs? Were really they on good. par with the first mm-hmm. movie? Yes. Like will they Yes. Okay. Not Absolutely. feel forced or tacked on? No. No, okay. and there's one really good one that talks about reading like a book cover you have to actually read the book Mm. you can't judge a book by its cover yeah i think that'll be 
right, I'm excited to see it then. Yeah. I don't think good. I'll get to see it while it's in theaters, but I am excited to see it eventually. Yeah, it's good. It's a good one. All right, well, we're running over time. Let's quickly do, ooh, oh. me, quickly do our Ask Us Anything. Okay, so <laughs> our question for today is, what smartphone feature would you actually be excited for a company to implement? Like, what does that mean? Like, you know, what, you know, you got the special camera and you got your voice assistant and all the different things it can do. So what's the next thing that they should do? Add to your smartphone. See, I've thought about this for a long time. And this is my thought. They should do what I want to call slap silent. Where if your phone is in your pocket and it is ringing, you should be able to just hit it lightly and, and it will stop ringing. It. Yeah. That makes sense. It's like, okay, Instead I know that you're ringing. Instead of having to fumble it. And... Right. And <laughs> yeah. used to, I had a phone where, you know, you hit any button on the side and mm-hmm. it'll stop ringing. Yeah. But my, my new phone doesn't do that. You have to hit a specific button or you have to hit the silence key on the screen. And it is frustrating as all heck. So I think it should be a slap silent because it has the ability to detect a, a, you know, a, a nudge, uh, a bump. Yeah. So why wouldn't we do that? Just a tap on the pocket. It'll stop ringing. I'll finish my conversation and pick it up later. You know what I mean? Or even if I'm getting it out uh, to answer it, mm-hmm. but I'm in like a public place and I need to be walking out while I'm doing it, mm-hmm. let me slap it silent and then I'll pull it out of my pocket. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it would be a fantastic upgrade. I have no answer for this question. <laughs> you don't have a good one? I just don't. I... <coughs> I don't know. Well, is there like an app or whatever you thought about you should have? Uh, yeah, but I feel like everything that I've ever thought about is already a thing. <laughs> That's right. Didn't you have one for uh, roadside attractions? Yes. To be able to find like historical markers and whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. I bet I told her, I bet that's already a thing. I looked it up. Roadside attractions. Yes. And there's five other ones. Yep. <laughs> you were very mad. Like a traveling companion. <laughs> yeah. So that I put in my start place and my end place. Because your kids, all your kids really way, liked reading yeah. about historical markers and yep. things. All like, along well, we the way, it, it tells it me every historical marker. It tells me yeah. where gas stations are. It tells me the best gas stations. It tells mm-hmm. me the ones that have the cleanest bathrooms. I don't know if they all go that far, but for the most part. And it would all be like user input. Yeah. So, you know, you come on and you log into your app and you're taking your trip. Oh, this gas station isn't on there. Let me add it. Let me rate it. Let me tell you what I like about it or what I didn't like about it. I know that when I looked them up, uh, which this was at least a year or two ago now. Yeah. But I know when I looked them up, they all of them that existed didn't really have that great a star rating. Yeah. So you can still get out there, Mo. You can yeah. still make this and make it the best one. I, yeah, I guess. Make some moolah. Yeah. Sell it for a dollar a piece. A million people buy it. You're a millionaire. It's true. <laughs> That's uh, true. All right. Stick around, folks. We're going to be back soon to close out the show. Until then, enjoy the music.
Welcome back as we close out the show here today on New Year's Eve. We got your Bible verse and your thought for the day. Bible verse for the day is Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. And our thought for the day comes from Rick Warren. He reminds us that God specializes in giving people a fresh start. Thank you for joining us this morning. We're here every Monday through Thursday starting at 7 a.m. Eastern, 4 a.m. Pacific with an encore presentation at 10 a.m. Eastern and 7 a.m. Pacific. If you ever miss one of our shows, you can find all the chatty bits mashed together into a podcast for you over on backrowradio.com. Be sure to tune in tonight at 11 p.m. on the East Coast and then again 11 p.m. on the West Coast as we will ring in the new year with an hour-long special look back at our most popular Christian songs and artists of 2018. Mo, what's the final word? Oh, if only I could be a millionaire. (laughs) That's it for today's show. If you need us, we'll be in the back. Bye.